Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show, and it's 19th year on Voice America. Started out as an internet radio show, and now it's a podcast. Uh, and that's wonderful. You know, started out where you could only hear people either local radio or on the internet. And now wherever you are, you can hear people because we're global and we have podcasts and we have online me- mechanisms. So it's wonderful that we have such great access to the material. Today is a, a great interview. And my guest is Nancy L. Johnston. Her book is called Disentangle. When you've lost yourself in someone else. So let me tell you about Nancy. Okay. Nancy L. Johnston works in private practice in Lexington, Virginia. With 42 years of a clinical experience, she is an American Mental Health Counselors Association diplomat and clinical mental health specialist in substance abuse and co-occurring disorders. She offers skill-building trainings for recovery from codependent behaviors to the general public at her center in Lexington. And she has a master's in social work, an LPC, and many others. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you, Patricia. Glad to be here. You know, as as I've been saying each week, these shows are evergreen, meaning people can tune in in two or three years and hear them. However, we are broadcasting at a very critical time in our country, which is during the pandemic and COVID-19. And we are now in August of 2020. So that's a big elephant in the room. So when I do interviews, I like to address the subject matter in relationship to what we're going through with Mm -hmm. social isolation and distancing and all of that. So let's first start and um, talk about your book, how how you would describe it. Yes. Well, my book is a very practical easy read, full of ideas book on when we've lost ourselves in someone else. Of course, that's the subtitle. Very briefly, it started about 25, the book started about 25 years ago through both personal work and professional work. A client Patricia was walking out of my private practice office one day and she in the mid-90s, and she said, Nancy, I understand what you mean about getting some emotional separation, some emotional balance in relationship to my husband, but how do you do that? And mm-hmm. I thought it was an excellent question because a lot of the skills we want to center ourselves and keep a good balance and care of self and others are more complex than just telling a person to don't take it personally or don't say no or we'll just stop that. And so her question, I, I, I paused and jotted down maybe half a dozen ideas that I knew, again, because I was working this material from the inside out also. Mm. As the day went on, I saw the theme of that has evolved so clearly about we get out of balance because we lose our focus as we are focused on someone else. That mm-hmm. little handout 
that list became about a three-page handout, which by around 2000, I decided was a book already written if I would just sit down and write it, and I did. Central Recovery Press, it had a, it had a self-published era in there, and in 2011, Central Recovery Press um, picked it up and published the first edition of it. As these years have gone by, I have continued to work with people, run workshops, camps, all of this on trying to, I'm now calling it Mm self-recovery. Patricia, that's a phrase I use. And um, I've learned so much more, and our field has learned so much more of psychology and addictions that a second edition was a very logical request, and and that's that's what's out now. Yeah, let me share this. I know that this book is for people who want to emotionally break free from relationships that are unhealthy, including, and here's a whole list, people living with an alcoholic or an addict, people who are dealing with codependency, which is probably most of us in our culture, (laughs) adult children of alcoholics, um, people who are emotionally or physically hurt in relationships, people who want to get out of a relationship and can't, taking care of others more than themselves, which is many people, and people who are unable to say no, which is also many people. So um, these, are, these are kind of the, this is the reason why you would look at the book and look at this work because you're in this kind of relationship in some way. And I also think, Nancy, that all of us at one time are unable to say no, right? All of us at some times are codependent. All of us yes. sometimes take care of others more than, than we do ourselves. But it's not yes. about sometimes, right? It's not about once in a while. It's exactly. I take, um, so let's take the word codependent. I I do um, now, when I'm teaching it, I look at codependent behaviors and giving, fixing, caretaking are on the list, people pleasing. And what is important, Patricia, are two things. One, there's nothing wrong with those behaviors. And two, we do well to look at them on a continuum. So if I am a caregiver, that is nothing, it is so important. Yes, as you said, most of us do that, and it is okay. What we want is we, to improve our mental health is to notice where on that continuum, which one end says okay, and the other end is I call gone too far, where we are on, in this case, our caregiving uh, responses. And, and the work is all us learning. The book doesn't tell you when you've gone too far. You're creating an internal compass that says, oh, I've, I've, I've recommended this three times. They, the other person's not done anything about it. It's not on my side of the line. I'm getting frustrated with them. I need to let this go. I've gone a little too far down the line. That's our internal compass. And that, that's what you help people with, is yeah. being able to work with that. And I know that this, um, this has been very effective in helping parents of teenagers or people dealing with divorce or people dealing with chronic illness of a family member, you know, mm-hmm. which can mean overcaring, empty nest issues, relationships yes. with in-laws, aging parents, interpersonal problems at home or at work. So all of this can really be helpful. It, it can. Um, its roots are in um, alcoholic family systems, and yeah. it has been fascinating. So in the mid-1990s, I realized that it was important to me to do some work 
because of the alcoholic family system I was living in at that time. And that's what started the process. And it, and and um, I I saw that's what started it. And, and a lot of its roots come out of that uh, what we would now call addiction uh, studies and research and stuff. But that list you just read has just become so clear that it is a broad problem can be a broad problem and and it does apply yeah. in all of those settings and I'm yeah. so glad people see that yes yeah and I want to ask you about that because you know when you say you know it has a system in alcoholic families now there are many families where there are sort of what I call the dry alcoholic mm-hmm. almost that uh, right almost the bipolar where you don't never know when the shoe's going to drop all of a sudden you're yelled at, and the next minute you're wonderful. Now, that's an alcoholic pattern, but it may right. be a parent who doesn't drink at all and just, yeah. you know, gives you that sort of um, in- intermittent reinforcement, which can make you, it's really very tough for the individual because you learn how, you, it's like you don't trust because you don't know what's going to happen next. No, you don't. And what, in to, to add on to what you just described what we're doing when we live in such an environment, unpredictable, chaotic, destructive, is that we really develop an external focus. We really, for good reason, Patricia, we are on guard. We are vigilant. We're watching how does that person look? How do, what is, are they mad at me? What are, what are they going to do? And, and in yeah. part, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm listening to you carefully, and I can understand. I think it also... There's a, and because of that, what you just said, Nancy, I think there is sort of an inbred anxiousness. Because mm-hmm. you're on guard, you're anxious. Right. You know, you're right. not like just easygoing and walking. And there's always like this underlying anxiousness, which is not it, easy. It, it, it is not. And the reason I highlighted, and, and by the way, I do write about the anxiety a fair amount in the second edition, because I, I often find it present with people who are, who will lose themselves in others, who get, whose balance of self and other is off. So that the listener has um, a glimpse of where to help or where it goes, I highlighted that external focus because as we recover, we want to bring the focus back into ourselves. And a, I think the first billboard of that I heard was from the 12-step program for family and friends of alcoholics that said we keep the focus on ourselves and not the alcoholic. And I, I have to say that that, to me, is the seed of the great shift toward health for for those of us who have been raised with that level of, of, of chaos and abuse and anxiety. Yes, and I, I, you know, and we'll talk about this more after the break because we're about to go to break, but that's especially difficult for someone living with an alcoholic and watching the behavior and kind of being an enabler and yes. not stopping it and not standing up to the alcoholic um, right. because, because they almost can't. So that, that's another part of that. It is, and the book has four areas of work. I'll just say them, and then, because it sounds like we're at a break. One, uh, the areas of work skills spelled out are facing illusions, which is seeing the reality of them, us, and the situation, detaching, cultivating an internal ability to calm ourselves so we become responsive, and boundary setting, 
which is what maybe we'll come back to. That's what you're talking about now in spirituality. They aren't a checklist. I put them in a circle. We need to be working all those areas. Yeah, Yeah. we'll talk about that after the break. This is great. My guest is Nancy L. Johnston, and her book is Disentangled, When You've Lost Yourself in Someone Else. Nancy Johnston works in private practice in Lexington, Virginia, and she has 42 years of clinical experience, um, again, working with uh, doing trainings for recovery from codependence and working with people in this field. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. America's Voice will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input, too. Listen for Brave Hearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. The special needs community is made up of many individuals, from children with Down syndrome to autism and ADHD issues to those who may have suffered a brain injury. On More Than Special, host Jermaine Suford and her guests explore topics that are of interest to special needs children and adults. Our program is a forum for parents, caregivers, and experts to come together to discuss relevant topics. Listen every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show hi everyone and we are back uh, I'm Patricia Raskin, and my guest is Nancy L. Johnston, MS, LPC, LSATP, and MAC. And she can explain all that to us in a minute. <laughs> she, <laughs> she works in private practice in Lexington, Virginia, with 42 years of clinical experience. She is an American Mental Health Counselor Association diplomat and a clinical mental health specialist in substance abuse and co occurring disorders. She offers skill-building trainings for recovery from codependent behaviors to the general public at her center in Lexington, Virginia. Welcome back, Nancy. Thank you. Glad okay, to be here. what are all the thank you? What are all those? Tell us all those letters. 
Oh, everybody, it means I'm licensed. I'm licensed in mental health. I'm licensed in addiction, um, and I'm a master addiction counselor. They are, they are important credentials that yeah. enable me to work in a private practice way in Virginia. Yeah. So when you were talking right before the break, you were listing four things that you said are circled in your book. Let's, let's talk about each of those. Sure. So I, I did, and I will say, they are not in a list. In the new book, the new edition, they are in a circular diagram. So don't think we do one and check it off because we, we have to keep revisiting the different areas. Area, the, the first area, though, that is written about is called facing illusions, and this is helping ourselves. If we use addiction language, Patricia, it's going through denial is what it is. It Mm -hmm. is us helping ourselves to see the reality of the other person, ourself, and our situation. So if we have repeatedly put up money for a recovery program for an adult child, we've done it, let's say, four times. And we are now being asked to do it again. We think about our continuum and we think about what is the reality of what has happened. We want to just make sure that when I'm working with illusions, people talk about, well, where does hope come in? Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I think hope is great. I'm a I couldn't do my work if I wasn't hopeful. And at the same time, we're going to put hope on a continuum as well. And hope, we can hope, but we want to keep seeing the reality. Has that person said they'll change and they have not? Have they said they'll stop a certain thing and they have not? And we want Mm -hmm. to take that in, not to accuse them, but let that reality in so we can then determine a little bit better what it, it might be that we need to do. So that's the so first let me, let me, let me, Okay, let, let me just get, ask for an yes. example on that one. Yeah. So in yeah. your example, where you've helped somebody to get into recovery four times, right. and you're going back again, should you? That's the question. In this, in this part about the illusion, should you or should you say, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore because they're just going to come back again and again. What do you think? Right. Okay. So here's how I work. And this is what's really important. I want to help that. I'm going to make it a mom because I've worked with this topic a lot. Okay. It's very familiar to me. So that mom is my client. That mom is an externally based person. She wants me to tell her what to do. I want her to develop the ability within herself to decide what to do. So I patiently spend time with her. We assess does she have the resources to do it. In this case, no more resources were available. It would be to take money from another sibling's inheritance. Okay. Um, Does she have the heart to do it? What does her gut say? Oh, her gut says I've done it enough. I do not feel like, you know, they should do it again. Um, and, And we work through it and help that individual, that mother, and in, in that case, you know, she did decide not to give because her resources were all used up and she, and, and her, she was talking about anxious. She was just so anxious from all of the um, ways that giving the money was tangling her up. So I'm, two, I'm answering you two ways. I do want the person, I want to help each person learn to have their own internal compass. Again, I'm Mm -hmm. saying that. And I am going to be educating, 
and super patient as we look at all the realities that are there. Important. Okay, what's the second one, Nancy? Yes, detaching. And detaching is a, it does not mean, as I tell people in workshops, that I tear off the bottom of a, of a, a bill and I send one part of the paper one way and the other the other way. It means that I am working to establish a more centered, emotionally centered self so I can see myself and the situation. It needs, it's my tools to calm down. And it's, it's several different tools. Um, some of it is the mindful breathing and centering in that. And some of it is really learning, as I call the line down the page, which is a line between myself and the other person and I can go to that line and make an offer, an idea, a suggestion. I'm assuming we're all adults in these examples. And yet I have to then leave it to the other person. It could be my friend, whether they're going to come to the line and take my idea, my mm-hmm. suggestion, my gift. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to learn how to honor that. And all of that is in this centered offering and centered accepting and letting go. Patricia, so detaching is the second area there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will add, it's also the area in the book, and I've added a lot this time. The first part of it is where we do look at our family history and what did happen to us or who we are that has us inclined to get entangled. Not everybody gets entangled. They really don't, and or I know we said they do, but in a lot, some people are really able to just let things go more easily than others. So detaching also involves understanding ourselves a lot right. more. Right, and then th- and the third one, boundaries. And so boundaries uh, naturally falls from that, springs from that line down the page. Boundaries are not walls. They are simply um, my knowing what I will and won't accept and my also respecting what somebody else will and won't accept. Boundaries cut both ways and we can either be the ones crossing someone else's boundary. Somebody has said, no, I don't care, want that and we do it anyway. Or it can work. We can have said, no, thanks. I don't need that. And they can show up giving it to us, even though we have said no. With boundaries, there's a bunch of skills. And I will just simply put right now, I will say that do not set, don't let boundaries just fly out of your mouth. The first part of boundary setting involves stepping aside and, and centering within yourself and getting clear on how you, what you think, feel, body says, and your spirit, and formulating your I statement about what your boundary is long before you say it to somebody else. So, Patricia, I say to people, if you're on the phone and somebody has said, and I always use committees as a great example, will you be on such and such a committee? I say, I suggest to people in that moment, whether you really are glad to serve or you really don't want to be on one more committee, do not answer Say, I will get back with you. Go and do your own internal work that I just was saying about, you know, sorting with self, and then get back with the person with your clear answer. Mm-hmm. Very good. And the fourth one. 
is spirituality, and it does spring from, oh, a lot of the good work in addiction work. And it's, it's not religion. It is us choosing to, if we choose to see that we aren't in full of control of everything, it's really learning how to live the serenity prayer of sorting what we can control can't control and cultivating an ability and our own personal process of what we do, what we let go of, and to who, what, and where of those things we cannot control. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and this is called, this four-step process is called what? Disentangle. It is disentangle. Okay. Those are the main. And, you know, it's interesting when I listen to these. Uh, we're up against break as well now, but what what it's interesting is the facing, you know, facing the illusions and understanding that we can be in denial and then detaching and centering ourselves, creating boundaries and spirituality. All of these are us. Every one of these are us. Our inside part is what you're mm-hmm. saying. None of this is external. It's all from within us. It's beautiful. It is beautiful, Patricia. Yes. Absolutely. And that's what we want to access. That's what I want to help each individual access. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when a client might say to me, well, what, what do you think I should do? You know, there's a joke about us therapists saying, you know, well, what, what do you think? Well, I, I say what, let me help you figure out what you think because I'm going to build on what you just said. It is within us. And I do believe, I love that. I think that as we calm and quiet ourselves, we can use these tools better, and slowly we can gain that internal strength and build on what is already within us. Absolutely. mm Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how does all this apply during COVID-19. You know, when you are living with someone or you're around someone, uh, through the confinement of having to stay home, work at home, have the kids at home, have the partner, the spouse at home, right? And so, again, you're in close quarters, and you Mm -hmm. already have a troubled relationship. How do you handle that? So we'll talk about COVID-19 next in terms of the pandemic and what can we do in terms of these four principles of um, facing illusions, detaching boundaries, and spirituality. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. My guest is Nancy L. Johnston. She is the author of the book Entangle, Disentangle, Disentangle. And she has had 42 years of clinical experience in working with people in recovery and with codependent behaviors. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
on Read My Lips Radio, producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, invites you to eavesdrop on her live, unscripted conversations with smart, savvy, creative people as she discovers what makes them tick, where they find their inspiration, when creativity first became their passion, and how their creative process can inspire the rest of us to think out of the box. Enjoy, a.k.a. Radio Red's always lively, cool conversations with creatives. Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Oh, how those lips can talk. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and we are back. We are talking about the brand new book, Disentangle. When you've lost yourself in someone else, and I bet a lot of us can relate to this at one period in our lives or the other. My guest is Nancy L. Johnston. She has been doing this work for 42 years. She has clinical experience, and she has worked with uh, people in recovery, with codependent behaviors. She also is, is an American Mental Health Counselors Association diplomat. And she is a clinical mental health specialist in substance abuse and co-occurring disorders. So she's really had many years of experience in helping people with codependency and addiction and, and, uh, and, and breaking free and disentangling. So welcome back, Nancy. Thank you. All right. So here's the big old question. And that's the elephant in the room, the pandemic, COVID-19. Here we have people together that, you know, they could go to work, right? They could come home at night. They could do overnight shifts. They could escape each other. And now they can't. What are they doing? Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really. Yeah. So um, shall I just jump in, Patricia? Yeah. Go right ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to bring in the word control. Because um, I think that that is, can tip us off to a few things that can help us. So the pandemic has us feeling, and we are out of control of the pandemic and of a number of things. We don't even know where the pandemic is, to be frank. We don't even know who, who around us, meaning if we're out of our home, who, who might have it. So with entanglements, Control is often a problem. We're trying, again, here comes the serenity prayer. We're trying to control what we can't, not controlling what we can. Let's take that and put it to the pandemic. So in our households, 
entanglements are ripe if we are trying to control what we can't. So let me give a caveat first. If we've got young children, they do have to respond to us, and we do have to help manage them, their schoolwork, and their routines, okay? If we have teenagers, we probably want to do a little less of that and be working to empower them, so we want to pay attention to how much we're trying to control them and where we work with them. As for other adults in the house, we want to be careful to not be trying to over-control them. Even if we find, you know, like we don't like that they're on the computer so much of the time, or I've cooked the meals for the last six nights, somebody else, you know, can do that, or they're not doing, we, it's easy, as you said, because we're all here, to one, let our external focus really zoom in on other people because it's, it's right there. And then our efforts, often our control efforts, I want to be caring about this, are coming out of trying to create order out of chaos. And they're trying to quiet that anxiety and to, and to create uh, some order that will help to lower anxiety. It's really an important thing for us to be aware of. Control is not uh, necessarily coming from, I, I want to be the authority. So if in the pandemic times, we are really aware of, of other people, and so we're going to have to work extra hard to shift that internal focus, which you and I have done a beautiful job of highlighting in this conversation mm-hmm. already. And so if, you know, I, I say to one of the things I said to somebody recently was, if we can start our day even if it's five or ten minutes just with ourself, if it's locked in the bathroom and I'm not being silly, if it's sitting in a chair out on the porch. I understand. So, so, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and center in find my breath, be in the day, look at my day. Somebody said we don't even know what day it is. So I'm like yeah. in that calming, centering time, notice what day it is. Notice Notice what day it is in the week. Notice what day it might be relative to other days that yeah. mean something. I, yeah, go ahead. I, go ahead. I, I think, you know, I guess my question is, I, I think that's so important, and it's also difficult to do when you've got this person right near you, you know, and so you're centering, and then you walk out into this other space, and right. the other person's uncentered. Uh, the other person is uncentered? Is that what you said? Right. Correct. Because I have because I have stepped away, Patricia. Is that is that what we're what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've I've centered and I've done my meditation and I feel strong. And then I walk into the room and there's the other person who is whatever they're doing. That, so you know, what I yeah, what I would say, beautiful. What I would say is, be I, I Nancy Johnston, want to be very careful to not. As Eleanor says, keep that focus on the alcoholic, and you know I do not want let my focus move on to them. I also I want to remember what I'm supposed to be doing for me or for the household, but to center over and over again into if whether I'm going to water the plants or whether I'm going to sit down and do emails. Entanglements are sitting there via that other person, and so I want to redirect my energy and my yeah. focus to whatever it is that is on my is on my um, desire list for the day. And granted, that list may involve helping other people, but 
what I don't want to do is keep watching that other person to see if they're what they're doing. It's right. just dangerous to me. And, you know, sometimes, and I mean, we all have our different biases and, and thoughts, but some people may really not be happy and want to leave and okay. just keep staying and staying and staying. And then once they disentangle, maybe completely, meaning that they leave, their life really changes. But that can be difficult for people who have this sort of belief or bias that they've just got to stay, period. Right. And that's why I think, um, you know, one, in terms of the pandemic, and then I'll work my way out to that comment, um, if we're confined and our resources are thinner, it's probably not a good time to try to make these major decisions. And yeah. if, unless if you're in danger, folks, that's a different show. Okay, there are things to do and treat danger seriously. Um, but if there, if if it's the if it's a relation unhappy relationship. I think be careful that this is not the time we're going to have the breakthrough conversation. This is a time we're going to spend time together. Maybe we can do it more quietly and, and quiet down the circular conversations we fall into and simply just share a meal together or watch a movie together or share parenting together. It's, it's, it's a really, because we are so stressed already, it, it is likely not a really strong time to make those big life decisions. And in fact, it's inviting entanglements if we track into, into those types of conversations. Yeah. Nancy, give, give us an example, maybe a typical one, because you've, you've heard so many um, that you hear over and over. A typical example that someone comes to you and it's a common problem, what would you say? What would you say it might be and what might you advise them? Right. A very common problem these days are parents helping adult children, Patricia. Um, mm. the, uh, adult children are adult children, meaning they're finished school and they could be in their 20s or 30s or 40, okay? This is so common. And for various reasons, their lives, they're, they're in between. They, their money, job money or family relationship stuff is, is a mess. And so the parent of the adult child um, is asking, is always working to discern how much to help the person out or not. Now, often those issues, because of the areas I specialize in, do involve an, an addict, uh, probably an addiction. But let's, let's for everybody take the addiction out and just simply say that the uh, uh, child, the adult child has, has lost the income. Let's say they were married and are divorcing. That would be a good setup. And um, they, did, they have moved, they want to move back into the house home with the parents for, on a temporary basis and figure, regroup, get their money straight and the child care straight and the divorce straight. And so the client, of course, are, my, is, are either both parents or, or one of the parents. And once again, I am trying to help the parent decide, 
what they feel is best for them and for the grown child. And so let's say they do feel like coming home is the best right now. They have the space. Usually we want to not make that a blanket offering. We want it to be have boundaries put in it about either a time frame, well, yes, a time frame, and then a reevaluation at the end of that time frame and clear expectations of what that would be if they're living in the house and how they would be contributing. To just say yes and not have some of those parameters laid out is just a mess waiting to happen. All right. On that note, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more with Nancy L. Johnston about disentangle when you've lost yourself in someone else. And do you do workshops online, or how can people find you, Nancy? (laughs) Not yet. Um, I am an evolving creature with COVID. I do have a web site, which is my name, nancyljohnston.com, and Disentangle has a Facebook page, Facebook backslash Disentangle. And I'm posting radio interviews, online articles, and I'm starting to teach the material a wee bit through that Facebook. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So when we, when we come back, we'll talk more about the book and more about other situations um, that, that Nancy can help us with, other situations she's seen um, to address recovery, and not just recovery, but just to address behaviors that have been, in quotes, normal, but now with the pandemic, they're kind of, you know, they're moving. Our behaviors are becoming more anxious. Um, we might have some depression. We might uh, have some anger. We may not get along as well because of all of these outside external influences. So we'll talk to Nancy about that right after the break. Again, Nancy L. Johnston uh, works in private practice in Lexington, and she has 42 years of clinical experience working in recovery and codependent behaviors. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. We will be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com you ever experienced the joy of living, not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself? Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation, Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Flick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Join Chris Epting every week for The Moment. 
Chris talks to some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet, including authors, artists, and athletes. And that's just the A-list. These celebrities and public figures have interesting stories that all showcase the moments that their lives took a certain dramatic turn, changing them forever and shaping them to be the person that they were meant to be. Listen for The Moment with Chris Epting, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and we are talking to Nancy L. Johnston, who is the author of Disentangle. When You've Lost Yourself in Someone Else. Nancy L. Johnston is a licensed professional counselor and licensed substance abuse treatment practitioner in private practice in Lexington, Virginia. She treats adolescents and adults. And she's done private practice work exclusively since 2000. And she, her work in codependence allows her to combine her interests and skills that include counseling theory and techniques, 12-step wisdom, and mindfulness. And she's a wife and a mother and a dancer and a writer and a generally inspired person. And she's been doing this for uh, for 42 years. She's also a diplomat and clinical mental health specialist in substance, uh, substance and co-occurring disorders counseling through the American Mental Health Counselors Association. So she's done a lot. All right. Uh, welcome back, Nancy. Hello. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's talk about... Um, Let's talk more about COVID and some other tips that you have for people. Sure. Glad to do it. And, and as I, I have two, two tips for folks, and they will be applying to COVID, but please know they are really rooted in, you can use them in any entanglement situation. One is when we talk about living closely indefinitely, which is a phrase I'm using, and I'm inviting us to center and to shift that focus back to ourself and to say center ourself as the day starts. It is so tempting. It can be tempting for us to say, um, gosh, that's such a good idea. I think I'm going to get the whole family to do that. We're going to all sit down and start the day that way. Or I'm going to get my partner to do that with me. Be careful. My suggestion is that the seeds of entanglement are there People may or may not want to do it. They may or may not want to do it like you want to do it. And all of a sudden, this beautiful opportunity for five minutes to reconnect with self has become an argument. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. Mm. And so what I really invite us to do is if we like that idea, if we like that idea of stepping out on the porch, if we like that idea of walking around the block, Let's do it for ourselves. Let's give it to ourselves. Then we will have more to give and help others within the household. But do not get tangled up trying to get everybody to do this program you have in mind. Mm-hmm. The other, mm-hmm. Yeah. The Go other ahead. thing, 
Go ahead, Patricia. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I'm good. I want to hear the next one. Go ahead. Yeah, and then we'll pick through them. The other thing is this, and I, I, the language I'm starting to use is celebrate together, honor separate. It's written on a little piece of paper here on my desk here in Virginia. Celebrate together, honor separate. So when we are together with our family, family, let's see how we can, I'm going to say, really listen to each other. Not try to make our point or teach or instruct, but just really listen and, and, and laugh and, 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 and see what naturally is there that we are so blessed to have this time together. I do feel that way about being here in my home. I had, I'm a busy woman, and I, part of me had wanted to be home more, and now I am home more, and I celebrate together. The other part, though, is honor separate. So if somebody else in the family has needed to step aside or says, I'm going to go you know, do this, that, or the other, we want to honor that. We want to know that they, we want them to know that's a boundary. And as we have set our own boundaries, we want, we want our boundaries to be honored and we want to be honoring the other person's boundaries. Very briefly, the beautiful new book, the second edition of Disentangle, has three colorful circles across the top. I couldn't be more pleased with them. Well, when I teach this material, the artist must have researched through my website. I use colorful plastic clear circles that illustrate two people, think two circles, that can come together and intersect and mm-hmm. share and then can, if in a healthy relationship, can separate and have, it's a Venn diagram type thing, and yeah. have space for themselves. The circles on the cover, Patricia, are, are all about that. That's the yeah. root of them. So what's so your message? To- what, what, would, what would be your closing message for our listeners today? What would you want the takeaway to be, Nancy? Yes, that it is really healthy and important to make sure that we try to find this balance in external focus and internal focus and looking at others and taking time to really know how I am and what I need. We're looking for that balance that will bring health to ourselves and to the family as well. Do you do you feel that it's a good idea to do a 12-step group or get therapy? I mean, what would be your advice for people who are struggling listening to this? Yes, yeah, so any of that is fine. I have a little chapter I have in the beginning of the book I call some of the chapters the basics. And one of the basics, it's an essay, is don't go this alone. And in that I address that, Patricia. I do feel like... It's useful to be with people who are working on the same material, meaning who are, who do see it this way. Otherwise, we're going to get advice to, I'll get over it, or you can put up with that, or, you know, of course you have to do that. And we're going to get the count information that, does. so we want to talk to somebody who is also on this path. That could be, a counselor, but you do want to shop and see who knows some of this relationship material. Um, mm-hmm. Al-Anon is a, a group for family and friends of alcoholics that has much wisdom, Codependence Anonymous. So, yes, I mean, there are 12-step programs that are meeting online, and they, okay. they are very available now as well. Right. 
Thank you. Nancy, I'll give us your website again so people can look you up. It's my name, nancylchonston.com. And okay, remember and it, the Facebook backslash disentangle. That's where you're going to... And they can write to you as well? What's that? People can can post and they can write to you on the website as well? Um, No, more on Facebook. More on Facebook. Okay. And you will answer them? Uh, Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I would respond to comments, yes. Which is great. Which is great. So do reach out to Nancy L. Johnston with the book Disentangle. This has been very inspiring and um, really, really appreciate you being on the program today and sharing your wisdom, Nancy. Thank you for this generous opportunity. (laughs) All right. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks. That wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy. Get the support you need and know that you can make your dreams come true. And if you'd like to contact me regarding knowing who the guests are on the show each month, you can go to my website, patriciaraskin.com, or I'll put you on my newsletter list, patricia at patriciaraskin.com. You can also go on Facebook and like me, Patricia Raskin Raskin Resources. Okay, and also, if you are thinking yourself about having your own program, I help people create their own programs so they can get all their positive messages out. So particularly with podcasts being so popular now. And so I always I would love to help. All right, folks, until next time, have a wonderful week. I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.